everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for downloading the podcast. Thank you for continuing to share it. I want to encourage you to continue to share it. Yes, you all are amazing and I thank you for your support. Also, make sure you're visiting my website. Check it out at IamReneeRoberts.com. There you can book your private coaching sessions. Once again, I do private coaching for individuals. I do private coaching for couples. I do private coaching for teenagers and I even tamper a little bit with the little ones. It depends on their needs. Uh, so just check me out. Go on my website. Everything is there. You can book a consultation for free and um, we can see if I'm a good fit for you. Also, follow me, follow me, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts. And uh, in addition to those platforms, check me out on Facebook. Uh, I have a group for this podcast and it's called the Coach My World Podcast Fam. Facebook group. So I know the name is a little lengthy. Don't judge me, but it is what it is. That's exactly what it is. It is a group for the podcast listeners. In that um, group, we just have random discussions about the episodes. We just kind of talk about it, you know, here and there. We throw in questions, people throw in their thoughts or their feelings concerning the episodes. So I encourage you to be a part of that. Um, We're always discussing something at some point. Yes. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of, self, of, of healing, self-discovery, and for progress for your life. So let's move our lives forward. But before I get into that, I hope that you all enjoyed last episode's mashup with Mr. Antoine Cooper. I enjoyed it so much. And listen, don't forget, I would love to mash it up with you as well. So because what you have to say, it does matter. What your thoughts are, they matter to me, right? And if you're interested, just email me, no pressure. But if you're interested, email me at coachmyworld at gmail.com. Let's get your mashup scheduled and and booked. And if you don't, you just want to be on but may not know particularly what to talk about, don't worry. I got you. I have some topics I would love to mash it up with some of my listeners about. So if you're interested, uh, go ahead. Email me. I would love to get that started for you. All right. Now, I know I was doing some rapid talking. That's because I am trying to get all of that in before I get into what I need to get into with this episode. So let's get this episode on rejection moving forward. Rejection family is one of those universal psychological experiences that cause negative feelings and responses. Listen to this regardless of our nationality, our gender, our age, or our religion. And because of its commonality, many times the gravity of rejection is overlooked, is is dismissed, or is even denied. So my objective in this episode is to get us to a place of recognition, a place of acceptance and 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 an easier way to process what when it comes to us being rejected. All right. Excuse me if you keep hearing me clear my throat. These allergies are on 10. Hello. It is summertime. Hello, summer. Now, I know personally 
That rejection is one of those things that can break your very spirit if you allow it to. And I don't know if you've ever had your spirit broken by rejection, but it's one of those things that can be so devastating um, that for some people is very hard to bounce back from, right? So while I was doing some research, I found out that there are some studies that they use the fMRI, that's the functioning MRI, to show that... um, certain experiences with rejection and uh, uh, when you compare it to an experience with a physical pain that they both activate the same areas in the brain isn't that crazy that that just blew me away so this means that the same areas of my brain that fire up when I stub my little pinky toe on the end of the bed ouch oh my god uh, it's the same areas that fire up when someone rejects me think about that for a second I'm thinking about the excruciating pain that I feel that I go through when I hit that little toe in particular on something. My God, it literally draws out of me some ungodly things, some vile things, (laughs) y'all. So I now understand why rejection brings on such intense feelings of pain. Isn't that interesting? Okay, so... I think you get the picture with that. Let's let me get into defining rejection for you so I can get into giving you some tools, all right? Now, rejection can be defined as the act of pushing someone or something away. That's very simple. This can often result in painful emotions or if rejected repeatedly, it can result in emotional numbness. Now, while rejection is generally a part of life, some types of rejection may be more difficult to cope with than others. While any rejection can be painful, some instances of rejection may be more impactful than others. This is why we can't discount it. Because most humans desire social connections. They desire social contact. And many people crave acceptance from society. But being rejected can incite negative feelings and emotions. Have you ever asked yourself, why does it hurt so bad when I'm rejected? Here's a possible answer to that. Simply because humans have a fundamental need to belong. We all have this basic need to belong. When we are rejected, this fundamental need goes unmet, which can lead to all sorts of emotional distresses. This, my fam, is a part of the gravity of rejection. The weight, the downward pull of being pushed away, of being rejected. You know, in the mental domain or in the mental care uh, area of things, rejection more often refers to the feelings of shame, um, sadness, grief uh, that people feel when they are not accepted by others. This acceptance part, y'all, this is a big issue. Come on, let's be real about it. This is a big issue. This is a big issue that I've come across in just some and in, in, in many of my clients that I've coached throughout the years from young to older from male to female the pain of not being accepted and not understanding why is so prevalent 
and the pain of it can sometimes become emotionally paralyzing, which prevents people from socially engaging. Uh, it prevents it prevents them from getting into romantic relationships and any other thing that requires connecting with others. Now, let me explore the fears because that just clicked in my mind, the fears that come along with being rejected, right? Many people start isolating themselves or holding back from connecting to others because they're afraid of being rejected. Have you ever, can you be honest with just yourself right now because you are listening to this probably by yourself, but have you ever just pulled back or isolated yourself from people because you're just afraid of being rejected? Understand that fear or the fear of or the sensitivity to rejection that causes someone to pull away from others can lead to other uh, chronic feelings like loneliness or it could lead to mental health issues like depression. So we see that the direct effects of of rejection are no joke, y'all. Rejection carries a lot of unseen emotional and psychological weight, a lot of emotional and psychological trauma, a lot of emotional and psychological abuse for some people. This is why we have to be kind to ourselves when we've been rejected and be more understanding to others that are being rejected because we never know how the gravity of rejection is impacting someone else's life. Never, ever, ever underestimate the gravity of rejection, family. It can be extremely painful because it may have the effect of making you feel as if you're not wanted or, or like you're not valued or accepted. Now, I want to I kind of transition right here and examine some different types of rejection and see if we can kind of locate ourselves in any of these. There are so many of them, but some of the common types um, include familial rejection. Uh, This type of rejection describes what we experience from our family, typically our parents, right, or our guardians. This may include abuse, abandonment, neglect or even like not being like love and affection being withheld from us this form of rejection is likely to have an underlying effect on you throughout your entire life and it may have some serious consequences that come along with it all right so that's the familial rejection the next one is social rejection This type of rejection can be experienced at any age and can often start right in your childhood Social rejection is a common one and it includes bullying, um, it, it includes alienation when we're in school or, or even as adults when we're at work. But it can also extend to any other type of social group. Those people like me who challenge the status quo or who live what is considered outside the norm or outside the box for their society, society I'm sorry, they may be more prone to social rejection. They may be more prone to social rejection, all right? So that is the social part of it. Then we have rejection in a relationship. Ah, this is a big one. People may experience rejection while dating or in a relationship. For example, an an individual may refuse to be open by sharing an event or experience with a partner without affection or intimacy, right? They're holding it back. 
or they may treat their partner as if the person were no more than just some casual friend or acquaintance. When an individual decides to end a relationship, this can also cause the other partner to feel rejected. And I'm sure many of us have encountered one of those scenarios in our lifetime, right? And then I saved the most obvious in our culture for the last one, which is the actual romantic rejection. (laughs) This type of rejection can occur when a person asks for a date and is denied. OMG. The amount of dudes I rejected during my teenage years. Hey, let me get your number. Ignore them and keep walking. That's a rejection, right? Not just that I don't want to be bothered, but I'm literally just rejecting you. And and not even knowing, like, psychologically how that affected these little kids, these little teenage boys back in the day. Oh, their poor self-esteem. Oh, so sorry, guys. And I, I, and I would be so stank about it, too, y'all. They would end up calling me a B and all kinds of stuff. But thank God for maturity. Thank God for maturity. So as an adult, you know, when I'm approached, um, I thank them and I, I tell them like, oh, wow, I'm so flattered or, oh, thank you. That made me blush. But no thanks. Right. So I, I'm not being stank about it. I still have to reject the offer. Uh, but. I won't be stank about it anymore. Now, this type of rejection can also be felt when when someone denies their partner the intimacy, affection, or sex, okay? Now, those are the four uh, types that I wanted to to kind of bring to your mind, the familial, social, uh, the, the relational, and then the romantic rejection, all right? Now, rejection in a romantic relationship might alter the way one views one's life and one's own self-longing self after the breakup has occurred, all right? That's deep. That's, that's deep. Now, this, and this was shown in research. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to read it again. Rejection in a romantic relationship might alter the way one views one's life and one's own self-longing after the breakup has occurred. Now, although these types of rejection vary in situations and impact, y'all, all forms of rejection can hurt. All forms of rejection can be painful. And when the rejecting is done by someone you really love and trust, it can deeply impact your self-worth and your self-confidence and your self-esteem. Hello? Now, how do I emotionally navigate through these moments, coach? How do I navigate through this rejection crap. I know you're asking me, so here we go. I'm about to give it to you, right? I was just checking my time. Let me see. All right, we're good on time. We're good on time. I'm going to give you four ways, four things, four things I want you to think about and and work through, uh, use to navigate through the rejection, all right? First, number one, I want you to acknowledge the pain and grieve the loss. I'll say it again. Acknowledge the pain and grieve the loss. Rejection is the loss of something, fam, or someone you had or hoped to have. Don't suppress it. Don't ignore it. Don't deny the pain. Embrace it so that you can manage your feelings. You want to be able to manage these types of feelings, these negative feelings in a healthy way. It's okay to take time to process your emotions, okay? The second thing I want you to do is to treat yourself with some grace and some compassion. Sometimes we're too hard on ourselves when it comes to being rejected. This begins with you stopping the blame game. Hello, don't blame yourself. Do not blame 
yourself. It's natural to want to know why you are rejected. And and it's okay. It's okay. No more negative self-talk that breaks you down even more. Honor yourself by speaking affirmatively over your heart, over your mind, over your life, and treating yourself with some kindness and some dignity. Why? Because you deserve it. The third thing I want you to do is strengthen your resiliency. You are able to bounce back from rejection. You are able to get up and move and try again. And you do this by refusing to let rejection define who you are. Stop letting rejection define you. Keep rejection in a proper perspective. One person's opinion or one one incident of rejection should never, ever define who you are. Do not let your self-worth be determined by someone else's acceptance or rejection of you. Just because someone else thinks that, uh, you know, you don't deserve to be accepted doesn't mean it is true. All right. Stop denying yourself the ability to be resilient when you have been rejected. And then the last thing I want you to do is learn from rejection, y'all. Learn. Everything has to become a learning experience in life. Rather than just tolerating the pain, turn it into an opportunity for some self-growth, some self-discovery. With each rejection, choose to grow stronger and become better. That's all. Use rejection as an opportunity Instead of an excuse, use it as an opportunity to move forward with more wisdom, with more knowledge, with more understanding, you know, with more depth. And keep putting yourself out there. Ah, These tools, y'all, oh, they may not stop the pain, but if you apply them to your life, I promise you they will ease the pain and give you a healthier outlook on moving forward and accepting yourself first catch that accepting you first so you know i can't leave you without a call to action fam y'all know y'all thought y'all were gonna get by those were the twos i want you to take some time to jot down what you accept and reject about yourself this is the call to action first i want you to take a sheet of paper and fold it down in the middle so when you get off this or you may want to just try it right now maybe you want to pause it and grab a piece of paper really quick but first take a sheet of paper fold it down the middle This is going to create two columns. You can put it horizontal or vertically, whichever way you want to write on the paper. That's not that's that's not important. Second, I want you to label the two columns. And the only thing you're going to label it is accept or reject. Accept, A-C-C-E-P-T. Accept or reject, R-E-J-E-C-T. Right. That's going to be on each column. One on one side, one on the other. Third, you're going to write down all of the things you could think of that you accept about yourself in the accept column. And then all of the things you reject about yourself in the reject column. Now, mind you, this this is going to require you to be real with yourself. It's going to require you to be uh, candid about the things concerning you and your world. You got to be real because if you're not going to be real, this exercise is not going to work. All right. That means you got to be able to identify what it is that you accept and reject about you. Now, after getting your list done, I want you to analyze the things you reject and see if you can draw a correlation or a connection or a relationship between those things and how others have rejected you. So in other words, if I put down 
um, maybe I reject my personality. I'm just using that loosely, right? I love me. I love my personality. But, so I'll use it. You know, what if I say I reject my personality? I'm going to try to connect that with why someone else rejected me. Because maybe they rejected me because they don't care for my personality either. Yes? You understand what I'm saying? So we're going to draw a connection, draw a correlation. And then finally, I want you to look intently at your list of rejections. Question why you reject those things about you. In other words, going back to my example, I need to question why I reject my personality. Yeah? And then I'm going to work on reconceptualizing the way I see the things that I reject about me. So using my personality again, I'm going to reconceptualize, work on reconceptualizing, meaning changing the way I conceive or or the concept that I have over what my personality looks like, how good or bad it is. I need to start embracing my personality as a part of who I am and enjoying that person, right? So I'm reconceptualizing it. So that's what you're going to do with the list of your rejections. Now, this is going to take some practice. So don't stress it. It's not an assignment that you're going to be able to complete in one seating because you're dealing with an old concept of yourself. And so creating something new is going to be challenging, but it's always worth the work. I promise you. Eh, fam. I know you can do it, y'all. Y'all got this. Y'all are pros at y'all are pros at self-discovery. Y'all are pros at healing. You all have become pros at moving forward. This is just another tool to put in our, our box of tools and that's going to carry our lives forward as we deal with regular common things. Um that have literally kind of distressed our lives in the past. But now we know what to do with them, right? And remember, the more you learn to accept about you, the more you will heal from the past rejections. Mm. I like that way that just flowed out of me right there. The more I'm learning to accept about myself, the more I realize how much I'm healing from all the rejections I've experienced in the past. And the more others are learning now how to accept me just as I am. Why? Because I am accepting me. You got that? Accept you, fam. I love you. And until next episode, keep evolving and becoming the best version of yourself. I want you to keep learning to accept everything about you. The things that you feel you need to change, change them and make sure you have a very good and valid reason for changing them. But please don't let one of those valid reasons be that you're changing to be accepted by people. I'd rather be rejected and stay authentic than have to fake it to be accepted. Y'all better catch that. Self-discovery and healing can look super amazing on us y'all all we got to do is keep pressing keep moving keep doing what's necessary to conceptualize the best version of who we are and be okay in a good way with who that person is i love y'all and i'll catch you on the next episode have a good one family